This is the Rise of the Young Podcast, bringing you insights from the most innovative entrepreneurs and influencers of this era. Hosted by 17-year-old entrepreneur, author, public speaker, and branding expert, Casey Adams. Now, let's get right into the show. What's going on, everyone? Casey Adams here. Welcome to the Rise of the Young Podcast. Today, we got the homie, Eamon Godzi. And pretty much, we're going to be going with a lot of things. First off, Eamon, he's 18 years old. He's a high school dropout. And last month, he made over $50,000 from his multiple businesses. And I'm going to go ahead and let him kind of introduce himself to you guys that may not know who he is or his story in general. All right, Casey, thanks for having me on here, first of all. And uh, yeah, as Casey said, I am a, uh, I'm a 18-year-old high school dropout, and I dropped out of high school when I was 17, around eight months ago. And um, yeah, I'm based out in London. And uh, since then, I've uh, gone on to build out uh, my businesses. Uh, I mainly do a, mo- uh, a lot of social media marketing, uh, as well as monetize my personal brand quite heavily with some affiliate marketing on the side. But uh, yeah, I'm just quite passionate about um, this generation, like this new generation. and just like the crazy things we can accomplish and we can achieve and um, all facets of just pushing yourself, whether that be, you know, biohacking, whether that be, you know, meditation and spiritual practice or whether that just be like crushing it financially. For sure. For sure, man. Yes. I know that regarding, like you said, you were 17, you dropped out of high school. Like what was that process (laughs) or that pivoting point? Like just regarding that entire situation, man. Um, regarding that situation, I mean, I just came from a family background where I knew, first of all, I wasn't going to go to college because it wasn't financially feasible. Uh, it's just like me and my single mom, bless her. But, um, you know, it, it got to a point where I'm like, okay, I need to be the man of the family. And like, I, I got to be the, the breadwinner and I, you know, I got, I got to take care of me and my mom. So I just, I, honestly, like online business and business in general for me was, it wasn't so much a something I did out of inspiration. It was something I did out of desperation, okay. just, to, just to take care of me and my mom. And okay. it got to a point where, you know, I, in, when I, dro- I dropped out April 1st, okay. and at that point I was making probably double the salary of, of my teachers. And I was getting like That's three scary. hours of sleep a night. And I mean, it was scary, but it, you know, I, I just, I, I thought it was the right thing for me. For sure, man. Dude, that's, dude, that's, I, I have like, a lot of young regarding school and what they think about it. And like, I feel like in your situation, it's not something that you just said, F it, I'm going to drop out. But like, you're making money, you had to support your family. So it just made sense, you know? I can tell you, I was super calculated. I actually, I was sitting on the airplane in February um, on the way to Amsterdam because I was doing some work for my marketing agency. And I remember sitting back on the airplane, back to London, looking out the window and I'm like, this is the proudest moment of my life. I've literally just been paid to to go out to Amsterdam. And the, the company was actually Bang & Olufsen, which is a huge company. Um, and I, I was you know, paid to do some consulting and so give some social media marketing advice. And I'm like, okay, if I can figure out what my overhead is, yeah. right? And you know, I calculated my overhead, including rent. And I went, look, Iman, if you can get uh, four times this, um, four times this, uh, in the next eight weeks, then you can drop out of high school. And I think <laughs> I did, I think I did in three and a half and I just dropped. Dude, that's, that's amazing, man. Cause I feel like a lot of people just don't calculate the numbers regarding whether it be to drop out or whether it be just like to quit their job. People just want to go full force. And I feel like it depends on the situation, you know, and especially in your situation, it 
definitely made sense. But regarding, I know that you have a successful social media marketing agency. What's like been the most practical way you've been able to scale that from just when you started it to now doing boatloads of money a month? Um, in terms of the marketing agency, all I can say is, first of all, uh, we all love passive income. And one thing that you're really good at is uh, this passive income. But one thing people don't talk about enough is passive attention streams. So I actually used my personal brand um, to grow my marketing agency. And then another big, big tip is, if, you know, if you're trying to build a marketing agency or anything like that, you just... <laughs> Think about scale from the beginning. Now, I've, I've, I always knew that I never wanted employees. I wanted to, you know, outsource most of the stuff. And what I did for me, like the biggest thing is just building my team. Now, all, all of my team is like they have loose ties to me and their success a bit orientated. So, for example, I have a graphic. You know, my team's pretty small. It's me my graphic designer, and these people are all remote. My graphic designer, my uh, copywriter and distributor for all the content, um, and my sales guy. My sales guy works off of a success fee, and my graphic designer and a copywriter, oh, and I have a Facebook ads guy. Um, all of them are uh, get a monthly wage from me, but I can you know, I can cut the ties at any, at any point. So mm -hmm. as, a, as a young entrepreneur, Look, I, you know, I'm, I'm still pretty new to this whole business thing. I've done okay in my first year, but you know, I'm not at a stage where I want to have employees and offices. And I think people really underestimate how much heart and how, how much grit building a, building a real business takes. Yeah, for sure, man, for sure. And then I know regarding, I know you talk a lot about personal branding, affiliate marketing, and how you've been able to build your personal brand to then build your company in a sense. But regarding affiliate marketing, I know that you've been talking a lot about that on social media recently, but um, what's like the practical way that you've been able to start affiliate marketing or just the things you've been able to accomplish while doing that whole entire industry of, of affiliate marketing? So in terms of affiliate marketing, once again, the best way to do it is through your personal brand. And I mean, like, I think we're both huge advocates of personal brand. Um, you build your personal brand. And I mean, it, it's it's at the, that weird stage now where people ask me, like, dude, what journal do you use? What what whiteboard do you have? Like, it's it's gone to a creepy level, <laughs> but it, but it's cool. And um, my only the two, you know, I'm, I'm not a millionaire yet, but like my goal is uh, a million profit in 2018 um, from all of my businesses. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And. The only two, I think people really over, um, you know, just overthink things. For me, the only two questions I ask myself on a daily basis is what am I selling and how am I going to sell it? And to me, that applies with affiliate marketing. When someone comes to me, I want to either have a product that fixes their um, uh, problem or I want to be able to refer them to a product that fixes their problem. And I want to get a little kickback, a little commission from that. Yep. So that's that's really what affiliate marketing is for me. It's a it's like a tier two income. If I can solve the problem via you know a mentorship program, via coaching, via one of my courses, you know yep. I want to refer them to something and uh, and get a little kickback for that. You're sure, man, one hundred percent. I feel like especially with a lot of like big Instagram pages, like like for example, Millionaire Mentor, he has a bunch of different affiliate programs running, but it's like mm -hmm. he's doing it to then provide value to people to solve their problems, and he's just the kind of the hub to distribute those different things. So I feel like same thing goes for personal branding. Like you said, the whiteboard or the book or the journal, if you can then build out a commission plan for you through other affiliate programs, it's like a win, win, win for everyone. You know, they're selling the product, you're getting the commission and at the end goal, the customer is getting the product or the service, you know? Exactly. 
So, so regarding, I know that you talk a lot about meditation. What's, and I, I actually, I've started meditating a lot recently, but when it comes to meditation in general, what's like your overall understanding of that or what's like your daily habits regarding that? So uh, another one of my, I have tier one and tier two goals for 2018. One of my tier one goals is, apart from the million, is uh, 5,000 minutes meditated, uh, which comes out to roughly 16 minutes average per day. I've been meditating since I was like 14. I remember when I was like, 15 years old, all the kids would back back in my school, you could go out for lunch. And I remember I would, cause I didn't have an, enough money uh, to go out and get like lunch. I would just stay in the school. And I remember I, I would go, I would be in the bathrooms and I just be meditating in, in like the, in like a bathroom stall. Yeah. Um, and like meditation for me is super important because here's the thing, like I can tell you, this is something that everyone needs to go through, you know, have success, make money, and then you'll come to the understanding that it doesn't make you happy. And if you don't, you know, if you don't control your internals, it doesn't matter what your external is like, nothing changes, you know? So for me, meditation is, I can't quantify happiness. I think a lot of people will focus on happiness a lot more if there was a a number six out of 10 or a 10 out of 10 on their forehead and people actually knew how happy or how grateful or how present they were, but there isn't, it's a very private thing. So I can't exactly quantify happiness, but at least I can you take the actions to get there. And I think meditation, meditation is one of the biggest keys for that. For sure, man. So regarding meditation, cause I, um, I was recently at a founders event in New Jersey and they talked a lot about meditation in general, but regarding like the way you meditate, do you do guided meditation or just kind of silent meditation? Or I know there's different other names that I'm not familiar with, but like, what's your, the way you do it so that people listening could whether it be research it or kind of look more into it. Now, for me at this point, because I've been meditating for near enough three years, um, I have like a different schedule, right? So I'm doing different things like law of attraction, meditation, visualization, meditation, mindfulness, uh, meditation, um, a mantra meditation, uh, this other more spiritual thing called Kundalini meditation. But this is all like pretty woo woo stuff. If you want to get started and here's the thing, guys, meditation, it's not I'm, I'm not here meditating to become a flower. Like I'm here to meditate because I want to crush it. Right. When I hop into an interview, I want to be present. I want to be well spoken when, you know, I'm, I'm dealing with people who are 30 to 40 to 50 to six, like with my marketing agency for them to take a 17 year old slash now 18 a kid. Seriously, I have to be there and I have to be able to look them in the eye and they have to be able to see that, like, I am, you know, I'm grounded. Right. Yep. So for me, meditation, it's not some like woo woo thing. It's just if you want to crush it, meditate. Right. Yeah. So, um, if you want to get started, in my opinion, the best way is headspace, okay. headspace, do that for two months and then you can start branching out. It's in the, in the same way. If you're trying to get into the gym, follow a little workout routine for two months. And then after that branch out, find what works for you. Double down on that. For sure. 100%. So regarding, I know that you said, um, in the little bio, we talked about that you read a book a week. What's like some of the books, especially regarding whether that be self-help or even just your one of your favorite books that you kind of put on that top pedestal that you have what are like two books that you recommend to people just whenever you see them regarding like entrepreneurs in general i mean i could go on and on uh in terms of entrepreneurs uh get this book called the personal mba great great book it's it's gotten it's a lot of uh very structured stuff. You know, we, we discussed earlier on today, people are like, I want to make a million, I want to make seven million, but they don't break it down step by step. So I love the personal MBA because, you know, I I dropped out of high school, but I feel as though that literally gives you an MBA uh, education in like, and literally the, the form factor of a book. Apart, uh, 
outside of that, obviously Expert Secrets, still one of the best books ever. I'm sure, uh, I'm sure you can attest to that as well. Um, definitely pick up Casey Adams' book if you haven't already, especially if you're a teen entrepreneur and you want to crush it. Other couple more like woo stuff um, is there's a book called Wave Superior Man by David Data. It's a lot of like energy stuff. It's a lot of um, you know stuff about your purpose, your vision, staying grounded, how to like stay grounded when everything around you change is changing. Uh, and then there's this other really good book, super woo woo, bit of a hard read. It's uh, called Reality Transurfing. Uh, basically, it proves the law of attraction um, uh, through quantum physics. Well, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. That's, and I, I totally agree with you, man, regarding just when it, when it comes to me and what I'm reading, I always kind of go based on whatever I'm feeling that day in a sense. And I definitely, when it comes to a, a book that I find, I'll definitely crush it all. But regarding, I get this question all the time, like young entrepreneurs, like how do they want to start just making money online regarding whether that be affiliate marketing or just some tactical ways to start executing in a sense. So when it comes to like what you found is like the most practical nowadays to start making money online in your experience, what would you want to give to that one person listening that may be stuck, not knowing what to do or where to go? I mean, look, if you're trying to make money, whether that be online or however other way, look, here's the thing. You can sell these few things. You could sell a service, you can sell a product, uh, or you can sell information. Here's the thing. If you want to sell a service, most of the time you have to be pretty damn good at something for someone to pay you for it or decently good. If you are trying to sell a product, it's going to take you a while to develop that product. Obviously, there's stuff like Amazon FBA, drop tripping. I really like the information route because there's zero overhead costs. So literally, I think the best way for someone to get started is build up a little bit of a personal brand and start selling some coaching, right? Start selling some consulting. Because here's the thing. Look, I'm, I, I'm a super busy guy. So if I wanted to know about... If I wanted to know about... Uh, meditation, for example, and I, you know, I want to get a coach. If that coach has spent, you know, a thousand plus hours or maybe even a hundred plus hours researching it, going through the motions, you know, figuring out what works and what doesn't for me to, to pay a hundred, a hundred dollars to save myself a hundred hours of time. Like, I think that's a, that's a steal. That's why I pay some of my coaches up to $500 an hour right? Just because of all of the stuff that they've gone through. So I think yeah, all of us yeah. are good at something, right? All of us are already good at something and build up a little bit of a personal brand, start talking about it. And then, you know, release an ebook about it, release, um, you know, start doing some coaching about it. Uh, anything like that, I think is super easy or something like affiliate marketing. You know, if you're not an expert, that's what I love about affiliate marketing. If you're not an expert, just share your story authentically. People are going to get interested and they're going to be like, by the way, what, what do you use for your email marketing? By the way, what do you use for your screen capture? What do you use for any of this sort of stuff? And you can use affiliate marketing uh, to, to monetize that. For sure, man. So I know I actually I talk a lot about personal branding, as you know, just regarding how I've been able to get new connections, get new opportunities. Number one, build my business overall as well. But regarding mm -hmm. personal branding, I I'd love to hear some tips coming from your end about how you've been able to establish your personal brand, kind of what personal branding means to you so that people can kind of just get a different outlook on what you think about it. Mm -hmm. uh, so in terms of personal brand, first thing you need to ask yourself, you need to think about your positioning in the marketplace and you have to have a really, really clear message. There's so many people out there with sort of a murky message. 
So you need to understand what you stand for. For example, I have a very, like I have a quite an edgy personality. I say a lot of stuff that people think is like completely ridiculous and obnoxious. <laughs> and for me, nothing is off limits in terms of conversation, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm super transparent and open. Um, so first of all, you need to think about your positioning in the market, um, which sounds kind of weird, but like you got to think about it. Uh, yeah. And then after that, you have to think about what channels am I going to push through and how do I drive traffic to that? And if I were, you know, if I was your audience, I would, if, if for example, if they're trying to build up an Instagram, you got to learn a bit of paid traffic. You got to learn some cheap $5 a day Facebook ads because it's hard to find people. Like it's hard on Instagram for people, for people to find you. Whereas on say something like YouTube, there's a native SEO. So if you put out content, you'll start ranking for stuff if you're ranking correctly. Um, and then literally just think, what am I selling and how am I selling it? Yep. So look, you don't have to sell a course. You don't have to sell coaching or you don't have to sell any info products to begin with. You just go, look, what I'm selling is I'm going, you know, guys, I'm a young entrepreneur and I'm building, say, my marketing agency. And I stand for ClickFunnels, Aweber, and, you know, an another affiliate service, yeah. right? I stand for these things and those that's what I'm selling. I'm just selling that as an affiliate offer. Definitely. And I'm going to talk about it enough that people are going to decide to go for it. So uh, if you're trying to build a personal brand, just think about what is the message? What are you standing for? Uh, what channels are you going to push? And then what are you going to sell? Because once again, at the end of the day, I, you're, you should think about your personal brand as a business. And I mean, it's, you know, Casey here, he puts a lot of time and effort into these podcasts. He puts so much time and effort into replying to DMs, so much time and effort into, you know, just interacting and, and spreading so much value that do you think it would be a bit unfair if he didn't monetize it in some sense? So of course he should be, he should be rewarded by the fact that, you know, he's got his, his, his books and his incredible mentorship programs and stuff like that, because you know, how much longer do you want to keep putting out value and not start thinking, thinking about it as a business? So yep. I think they think about their personal brand as a business from the get go. For sure, man. And that's, I love how you said that. Cause um, one of my mentors, Gerard Adams, he's like, he's been able to build his personal brand. He's sold a company for 50 million. And he, I was at an event recently and he always talked about like, when, whenever you're positioning yourself with a personal brand, you always got to think from the upfront, like, Number one, it's not about you. Like you're not putting out content every day to then wake up, look at your page and smile and be like, that's a good picture. You know, like you're putting it out for other people to gain value from to then get your name out. But then in return, the value you put out can be the value you bring in, whether that be monetary, whether that be the legacy of who you are, what you do, what you believe in, in a sense. So I just feel like a lot of people just get twisted about like what a personal brand is. And like, number one, from the get go, how do you just start? And I feel like a lot of people focus too much on, they want to get 100,000 followers. They want to get 10,000 followers from the start and they're just not putting out any content or pictures or videos or anything. And they just get in that parallel, like the paralysis analysis where like they're thinking too much about what to do and not doing anything, you know? Exactly. Just start sharing authentically. And I'm telling you, there are so few people who are just honest about where they're at. So for me, if the number one best thing would be honesty. Like if you go look back at my YouTube channel two years ago, you'll literally see like life, like kicking me in the face. But like, I'm still like, I'm still smiling. I'm still there, like doing my thing, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then it's cool when two years later you see, you know, things go up and I'm sure they'll go down once again, one day and I'll be documenting the entire thing. And it's, it's exactly what you did. Right. 
For sure, man. So yeah, I love how you said that because that kind of goes to my next question. So regarding your entrepreneurial journey so far, you were 17, you dropped out of high school, you moved into your new place in London now, you're crushing it. But a lot of people, especially like young entrepreneurs, for whether it be Gary Vee or Ty Lopez, like they see the big guys killing it, crushing it with all this stuff. But what has been the biggest failure for you regarding your journey so far? Um, oof, that is a good question. Uh, regarding my my biggest failure, I would just say there are a bunch of micro failures because I would I would never get okay. So for example, if you go look at my businesses, one thing about my businesses is they have such a low overhead cost. Yeah. Because I never want to get it to a point where there's such an overhead that like I can't I don't manage my cash flow well enough and then everything blows up and that's my huge failure where I blow up all my businesses. Yeah. So for me, it's just the small little failures. You know, for example, last month I was um I, I had I had a percentage in a in a a Kickstarter campaign, all of the numbers and the projections um, told us that we were going to do uh, um, half a million in the first three days. And in the first 12 days, we're still at 27,000. Okay. And that's just a huge failure <laughs> in my eyes. Okay. In terms of failures, there's no one big thing, you know, uh, yeah, it's, just yeah, every, sure. it's just every single day, you know, every single day I, I play with fire in a sense and I get burnt and sometimes it works out and I see, when do I get burnt? And I just readjust and I make sure that I don't do that again. For sure, man. 100%. Because I know a lot of, especially, and I love how you said that at the beginning, it's like a failure in general is like necessarily giving up in a sense, if you consider it like I failed, but like the people that come back, bounce back. And I love how you said like, like whether it be getting burned, putting out fires, because always, um, who did I learn this from? Yeah, Ty Lopez. I was at his one of his two-day masterminds. He was like, one time I went to a it was like something where he had to fill out about himself and it was like your occupation. And he just wrote firefighter because like every single day he wakes up and he's putting out fires. He's like going over here, running over here, just trying to make sure everything's not going up in flames in a sense regarding business, you know? So regarding just your overall message that so far, your overall journey, especially as someone who's 18 has had a lot of success and someone who's dropped out of school, done the unconditional routes. What's been like the three things you've learned most about just entrepreneurship in general that has stuck with you from the entire journey? Mm -hmm. uh, number one, just test things, just test, test, test. Because honestly, even to this day, guys, I'm testing so many things. One of the things that I did well is I, I never protected my ego and I never, you know, I always knew that I couldn't trust myself. I think as humans, we need to realize we have so little control over ourselves. It's funny, mm -hmm. you know, so you got to test things out and, you know, I te I've tested different income streams. I've tested different times to wake up, you know, I tested different like different foods, you know, what foods make me more productive, more present, what foods make me feel sluggish. You know, I test, I even, I test different, you know, productivity planners. I test different, because here's the thing guys, like Casey and I could sit here and we could give you all the best advice and whatnot. And there are, there are universal principles and there are universal laws in this world. And if you do not follow them, you will fail. And that's a guarantee because it's been proven time and time again, over thousands of years. But that said, those are principles tactics are not applicable for everything. Someone can teach you principles and they will work because they're principles. Someone could teach you tactics and there's no guarantee because that tactic could work for them, but that doesn't necessarily mean it works for you. So split test, uh, try different things. Obviously, you know, you know, I'm sure Ty said this to you, just like literally become this crazy scientist that's yeah. testing out different things. 
you know, I remember watching, I was listening to one of his podcasts um, on the way to the gym and he was talking about how he tested different computers and different keypads. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You remember that? And, yeah, I was watching that last week. <laughs> you know, and he, it's just like, it's to, to the, to the, to the point where he almost has a monastic obsession with like just trying every single thing. And yeah. you know, guys test out what makes you happy, you know, test out whether, because I, honestly, I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with just working at McDonald's, smoking pot in your free time, just as long as you enjoy that life. If you're like, look, I'm going to I'm gonna work at McDonald's eight hours a day, and the other eight hours of the day, I'm just going to enjoy my life, and I'm going to be present, and I'm going to be happy. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, right? But just try it out. Maybe you're more of an entrepreneur. Maybe you're, you're not built to be an entrepreneur, and you just want to travel, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yep. So just... Don't ever let anyone tell you how to live your life. Just test it out and see how you feel. Boom. I love it. I love it. It's funny that you said that regarding Ty because at his event, he uh, someone asked him a question like, if there's one thing you'd want your son or daughter to know if he had one, like what would it be? And he said, when I die on my gravestone, I wanted to say mad scientist in regards to, to everything in life, whether that be different places to live, different places to go, different things to eat. Like you said, the computer thing in the mouse where he's like Mac or whatever it may be. He just test, 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 test. And I feel like, especially in his marketing, he does that. Like if you follow him, you understand like he's testing so many, whether it be different platforms or different live streams or a different way to present himself just overall. And I feel like a lot of people just, the lack of testing is their biggest evil, you know, especially for me regarding I, I, my first kind of business in a sense was, was affiliate marketing. I was doing a lot of stuff with Snapchat marketing, did a try to clothing line one time. Now I have my social media agency doing some stuff with apps and have my book and the whole branding aspect in general. But especially for brand, branding, man, like if you don't test different pieces of content, different ways to strategize and brand yourself and then stick to one of it, of course, when you see it working, because that's how you're actually going to progress. I just feel like a lot of people just don't have that conscious thought of like progression over the course of testing different things, you know? Yeah, exactly. Just like you don't know what the market responds to. You have to test it out and For see sure. what the market responds to and then build from there. For sure, so, man. That'd be, that'd be number one. Um, number two, working harder is not the solution. I, I'm, I'm just the, I'm predisposed and just the way I am, I wake up, like I wake up at five 30 and up until like nine o'clock, right. I just, I'm work, like, I work just cause I love it. Yeah. Like I just came back from, uh, I took my girlfriend to Paris for, for new years and like all literally on the fourth day of the whole, like I start twitching <laughs> from, from relaxing. Yeah. Like, I'm, I, that's just that's just my my predisposition yeah one thing i've realized again and again and again is that working harder is not the solution a lot of people are spinning their wheels you need to focus on um ipas uh income producing activities right so literally just like write down everything you're doing day to day and just unplug the stuff that isn't important isn't getting you anywhere and focus on the stuff that is and double down on that right so um for me for me that's been the biggest key figuring out it's not work harder it's work smarter yeah 100 100 so, yeah, so, i would say regarding that when it comes to this whole interview in general i think i mean we've you crushed it man that's some valuable stuff and, and i feel like a lot of people listen to podcasts and it's something passively they're doing but regarding mm -hmm. like the execution standpoint of like taking whether that be like the testing standpoint people just 
tend to let that go in and out when it comes to like, yeah, you got to test stuff and they think it's cliche, but it's like the practicality of it is massive. And like for everyone listening, like don't take it lightly when he says the run test, like testing means what phone are you going to use? What socks are going to be more comfortable? What shoes are going to be best at the gym? Like if you take that principle and apply it to your business, your brand, the way you market in general, that's when you'll see which is the best for you. Because like for me, I, I get all the time and I was like, how'd you meet that person? Or how'd you build your brand? It's like, I've tested, I figured out what worked for me, but nothing I've done for me is going to work out and align this best way that it exactly did for me. You know, like people have to find their own journey. People have to discover their own selves, their own tactics, what works best for them. And I just feel like a lot of people are on social media nowadays seeing everyone else, but they forget to focus on themselves. You know what I'm, you know? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I mean, dude, that being said, man, I know a lot of people from my audience. I know that you're in London, you're across the world, man. But regarding if people don't know who you are, where to find you, where's the best way that people can find you at, man? Uh, best way you can find me is uh, probably YouTube. That's been that's my biggest push for 2018. For sure. uh, it's Iman, I-M-A-N, like Iman, uh, space, Gadji. My last name is huge, but uh, G-A-D-Z-H-I. That's like the children version of it. Um, and then same thing on, uh, on Instagram, uh, Iman Gadji. For sure. Yeah. And then all that stuff will be linked below. So you can just go check out the description of the podcast. But that being said, everyone, I appreciate you guys tuning in to the rise of the young podcast. Make sure you subscribe, make sure you drop a comment, leave a rating, share it with a friend and send me a DM on Instagram at Casey Adams one regarding who you want me to interview, what you want me to talk about, and overall just what you want me to cover on the Rise of the Young podcast. But that being said, everyone, have a great day. Don't just listen to this. Go execute. Peace.